on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. I didn't know how to feel last night, or I guess technically. No, it was, it was yesterday afternoon, I guess I should say. So we had a bunch of people over. We had a bunch of friends over. We did a little uh, charcuterie board party where everyone brought in all this different, you know, so like you did like a pizza board or whatever. And it was it was basically an excuse to just hang out and just, I mean, Eat just like load pigs. up on food. Load up. I literally grabbed a bottle of antacids, like Tums, and I walked around our party and handed them to guests. I said, do you want any? <laughs> I was amazed how many people said no. I said, this is just a me problem. So That's like, dessert for me. Yeah, we, you know your party's great when they're handing out uh, little Tums as after favors. <laughs> so we end up uh, having this big shindig, and you know, obviously, getting your house ready for guests is always a fun time. You know, you want to make sure that everyone thinks that you don't have a single thing out of place, right? Because how dare they? And so we're getting everything ready, and you look at me, and you're like, "Hey, um, before everyone shows up, we need to practice catchphrase." <laughs> Did I say we need to practice? Or you did said, I say we should play around? What uh, did I say? No, you said we need to practice. So <laughs> part of our whole shindig was that we were going to play catchphrase with the, the game with a bunch of – it's a great party game. And if you don't know what catchphrase is, it's this little thing, and it'll show up a word, and it'll be like Antarctica. And then you have to describe what Antarctica is without, without saying, saying Antarctica. It. It's and really you get a cold. Point. It's, yeah. yeah. And so we were going to have a bunch of people over. So you look at me and you say, let's practice catchphrase – and this is your exact quote, so we do well and we can get on the same wavelength so we don't embarrass <laughs> ourselves. And I, 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 I just wanted to get, I, I wanted to think on my feet, but I wasn't like, I don't think no, I said, said I want to practice. practice. You said let's practice so we don't look bad. That's what you said. <laughs> and so I I'm sitting on the couch. have it in like 10 years. And I said to myself, so wait a second, you want to go through this game find out all the words, all the terms, and there's thousands, I think, in there. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like it's a quick little thing. And I, But I'm still like, you want to get, like, warmed up so that when we play with our friends, you look like the smart one in the room? <laughs> and you're like, well, it's not like that. I was just saying we should play around to make yeah, sure wanted, we're not rusty. I wanted to play around and just kind of see what it was all about. Because I haven't played that, in a what, long time. Thousands of dollars are on the line. No, or, I or just reputation. wanted to play. You acted like <laughs> you acted like if you didn't do well in catchphrase, that everyone was going to leave the party being like, "Wow, Lauren, yikes, can't play catchphrase." Okay, haven't you ever had where you haven't played something in a really, really, really long time? Right. Someone busts it out and you're like, oh man, like it Monopoly. takes a while for you to get used to it again, right? So it's like you need to play like a practice round or something beforehand because you're like, man, I can't really remember okay. how this goes. I can't remember how to play. That's kind of what I meant. Lauren. Was I just wanted to jog my memory on how to play. I can understand if this was like golf. Like for instance, you have golf clubs, you, you haven't gone golfing in a long time and a buddy or like a, a business thing shows up and they're like, hey, Gary, come hit the links with us. I understand people going, oh, crap, I said I like to golf. I haven't golfed in two years. And then you go quickly, you grab your clubs, and you go to the driving range. This is catchphrase at a house party. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you were treating it like like you said you like to do yoga, and then someone called you out and said, why don't you join me for yoga t- tomorrow night? I just wanted to jog my memory on how to play and what it was like, what was the speed like, the cadence, the timer, all of that stuff. So, Are you saying it's cheating? Well... I'm not saying it's cheating. I brought it up. I said, I said to my buddy Jay, I said, I said, you know, it's funny, Lauren, before you guys came, I said, Lauren <laughs> no, wanted to practice. And he goes, that's cheating. 
And I said, uh, Lauren called it practicing. So he said, How is it cheating? He said it is cheating to purposely be practicing catchphrase before everyone plays catchphrase because it's like you're not having that spontaneous, you don't know what's going so on. So I disagree. I 1,000% say it's not cheating because, for instance, the game, as you mentioned before, has like thousands of categories on it. So there is not one, not one topic that popped up on the on the game that I practiced that came up during when the, we were playing. It's so it's not like I knew what was coming next or I knew what the categories were. Or I knew this. It literally it was just playing for but fun. But you know what? We had some people at our party that have never played catchphrase. And so how unfair is And you acted like, oh, yeah, I know. It's been a long time. In fact, I think that's what you said in the beginning. I think in the beginning you said, gosh, I haven't played this game in years. And I'm like, girl, you had eight rounds <laughs> two hours ago. What are you talking about? So... My buddy Jay remember. said it's cheating, and I said, well, we're going to bring it up on the show. So is it cheating, or just your thoughts in general, that Lauren wanted to practice catchphrase before we played it with our friends at our party? 68719-TEXAS. Do I you think it's cheating? you got to give I'm your gonna, answer. I'm going to say final answer, yes. I do think it's a little bit of cheating because you acted as if like, oh, look what we found. Catchphrase. Let's play it. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? So to me, I'm going to say yes, I think it's cheating. 68719, Texas. We want to get to your answers later on. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Saw DJ Khaled. Go ahead. DJ Khaled, we the best music. (laughs) He's uh, offering some fans a chance to spend a night, a luxurious night, at an Airbnb that's styled apparently to look exactly like his home in Miami, even down to like his shoe closet. And so you get a shopping trip and dinner. At this point, I'm like, just invite people over to your house. If you're going to make a replica, just do it. Why not? I, I mean, I guess if you're a huge DJ Khaled fan, but if I could stay at any celebrity's house, it'd have to be like, oh, you know where I want to stay? Have you seen Dr. Phil's house? You uh, should no, I haven't. Do a quick Google right now. Google, and when you're at home or whenever you have time, you, y'all need to Google Dr. Phil's house and search images. Dr. Phil's it is the house. weirdest decorated house I've ever seen in my life. It's creepy. It's like dark. He has Teddy, or like, like oh. Bear figurines everywhere. They look like like giant what gummy bears. Heck? He has everywhere. This is super weird. Doctor Phil's inside of his house. Creepiest place ever. I wonder why he doesn't seem. I mean, I don't know. Him. Think about his job. He's just dealing with like crazy fifteen. Oh my year olds gosh. All okay, he has a really weird house. Yeah, it's super strange. It makes me wonder how he'll eventually be able to sell this one day. Would yeah. anyone want to buy this? This is another great reminder, Lauren. Can we get your Doctor Phil impression? This is. Gold, guys. All right, let me think. I need to think of a scenario. Your mother said that she wanted to take you to the gym and you slapped her in the face. <laughs> of all the sentences. I, this, I was coming up with a Your mom line. wanted to take you to the gym and you slapped her in the face. Now, <laughs> now, now, hold on a now, second. Hang on, just now, a hang second. on, Joseph. You're you, telling me. You don't even know what I that you're addicted to hot <laughs> Cheetos and you eat hot Cheetos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Coming up next on Dr. Phil. Well, I feel like my Dr. Phil used to be a lot better. It used to, it used to be much better. Lauren's I'm been doing Dr. You. Phil on the show for years, and that you. was terrible. I saw this is sweet. There's a man who has an orange tabby cat named Garfield. What's Garfield. a tabby cat? What's well, like this one? Like the oh, orange? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a tabby yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Garfield is the name. Smelled the blood clot and saved 
his life. So this guy had a blood clot, and he claims— Smelled the blood clot in the human. Yes, he claims that his cat sensed it, smelled the blood clot, and saved his life. You know what this means. Next doctor's appointment. Be like, all right. uh, That's the Dr. Phil episode, if I ever heard of one. You're telling me your cat can (laughs) smell blood clots and is now a certified doctor. (laughs) Dr. Phil, meet Dr. Sprinkles. Dr. Garfield. Dr. Garfield. (laughs) We're the only people that think this is funny. (laughs) I think you're right. Uh, Taylor Swift's Antihero. You've heard this song before. Yes, we all love it. It's my favorite on her new album. Hi. I'm the problem, it's me. It has now become her second biggest single ever. What do you think the first one is? It better be Wildest Dreams, because I still think that song slaps. It's not, it slaps. It's not Wildest Dreams. It's not going to be... poppy and peppy. Oh, um, I stay out too late. Yep. Got nothing yep. in my brain. There it is. Shake it shake off. Shake it off. Shake it off. I prefer Antihero. No, don't. Shake it off's way better. I prefer better. Antihero. No, shake it. No. Shake it off is fun. That was fun, Taylor. Taylor's now all in her feelings. I think she's great. I think <laughs> Maybe her it's music's good. But... I'm getting older and I'm more in my feelings. Well, uh, I'm the, not fun I'm anymore. I'm telling you, the Taylor Swift Reputation album, Masterpiece. That album is a masterpiece, and I don't care. I'm willing to admit it. And That's if you, good. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but the Taylor Swift Arena performance in like 4K, it is. It was really good, awesome. and I felt like hmm, I just got to go to her show without yeah. even having to buy a ticket. I like the Taylor Swift song that goes boom, boom, boom. Are you ready for it? Boom, boom, boom. Are you ready for? I don't. Baby, think let the games begin. That song <laughs> is great. Also, parents of toddlers, you may like this. Uh, Nickelodeon is announcing the first spinoff of Paw Patrol. The spinoff will be uh, Rubble and Crew, and it's going to center around Rubble, which is one of the dogs on the show. Rubble does construction, right? I I think think so. We have a toddler, and he's never seen Paw Patrol. Not because we don't let him, but we just haven't put it on yet. I will say it to the the day I die. Bluey... On Disney Plus is the best kids ah, TV I'm show to ever. Hate Bluey. No, starting it's not. to hate Bluey. They talk about butts and stuff, and oh, our son, no. our son oh, walks no. around and, and repeats stuff he hears. And I'm just like, nah, I don't know if I like that anymore. You're gonna be that mom that goes viral on the internet because she's mad that Bluey gets uh, talks about butts. They and made stuff. fart noises one time, and now our son won't stop. Fart noises. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey and Lauren. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup time. We got uh, Dan with us. He went out with Julie. This is kind of interesting. Uh, he put in his message that he didn't throw up on the date, so that's never oh a good gosh. thing. I know. Kind of gross. I need the story behind that. Well, yeah, there, there is a story. And <laughs> okay. the fact that he's admitting, I mean, at least it's not like he doesn't tell us and then there's, you know, that bombshell. So I, I think that's where we start, right, mm-hmm. Lauren? So, I would, Dan. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Explain. Was this in the, because you guys went to dinner, was this in the restaurant? Like, what happened? <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for having me. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was very embarrassing. Um, I went out with with Julie, and uh, we were having dinner, and, you know, I was having a good time, but all of a sudden, after I ate what I ordered, you know, I, was, I, I, I wasn't feeling good, you know. My stomach was feeling kind of like like everything was just like going around like a, as if I just got off a roller coaster, you know. I started having like a little cold sweats as well. Oh, oh my gosh, I like feel it right now just thinking about it. Yeah, I was trying to just like keep it together, mm-hmm. you know, like stay present during the day. But 
it came to a point as as we were leaving where I just couldn't hold her anymore, and I threw up on the bushes, and oh it was God. it was very embarrassing. Oh, Dude, with her is, right that's, there. That's, this wasn't after you already said goodbye. Like she saw this happen. No, no, no. This was right before. <laughs> but. Okay, so this obviously feels like this is going to be a big pivot mode of why she won't text you back. But, Lauren, you're on a date with somebody. They throw up on the date. If you have a great time with them, that does not reflect, right? Uh, see, it, I don't, it makes I it don't actually know about that. Yes, it makes it awkward, but some people are so turned off and grossed out, myself included. Like, it's just, it feels icky, and if that's the remembrance of the first date. So what was he, like, it's almost just a bad memory? Yeah, maybe, and I'm not not discrediting, like, who you are as a person, Dan, like, at all, but you know how sometimes, like, you go on a date, and it's a fine date, like, it doesn't uh, blow your socks off, but it's still, it was an okay date, nothing really bad happened, but then you throw that on top of it, maybe that like was just, just kind of like, nah, never mind, so, right? Dan, you, you uh, toss cookies in the parking lot, what do you say after that? Like, what do you, I mean, I, I hope you didn't go in for a kiss. No, oh no, no. It was, it was, it was nothing like that. You know, I apologize for the experience. <laughs> what did she? <laughs> so how did speak. she react? Did she say anything to you? Was she like supportive, sympathetic? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, she said, "Are you okay?" But it, it, it's kind of like the way she was looking at me. She just looked very uncomfortable. Because uh, there's some people are they go into like yeah. a protective mode and they would they'll rub your back they'll hold your hair back or whatever. She probably but didn't want to get not... sick. Obviously, I mean, unless it was something you ate, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the whole the whole moment, it was just it was just yeah. embarrassing, and I don't sure. know. I just felt like I kind of like pushed her away. Which mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was my fault, you know. It was just, I, 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 mean, I agree. I'm you sorry. You go to a I, restaurant, you eat something that, that doesn't go well. Yeah, with you. I don't know what you. That's a normal thing, right? Yeah. So, have you reached out since the date? I have, and uh, straight to voicemail. Okay. Did you uh, mm-hmm. did you text at all? And in the text, did you apologize for throwing up in the parking lot? I have. I even I even tried calling in the afternoon when you know, oh, okay. when I know that she's not working and, mm-hmm. and nothing, just like straight to voicemail. I'm sorry. I'm Team Dan. I don't. What do you? What do you yeah, do? You eat hard. something that doesn't feel right. You're walking out. You right. everyone. You had those cold sweats where you feel like I, Joey. You, I'm feeling it right now. Just talking I know, about. I, know, it. I, I can't Let's talk not, about yeah, it anymore. No sound effects because then we got <laughs> gag reflex. Um, but I, I really want to get to the bottom of this because if Julie's response is, "Yeah, he threw up on the date, guys." I want to ask more questions because mm-hmm. I just feel like, mm-hmm. okay, that's unfortunate. That's awkward. Is all awkwardness, but still, to me doesn't warrant never texting somebody back. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's play a song, come back, and call Julie, all right? Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, so here we go. You feel for Dan, our guy, man, throwing up on a date. Awkward as all get out. Let's try to help him out. We'll talk to Julie when we come back with Make Up or Break Up. It's time to Make Up or Break Up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Uh, it is Make Up or Break Up. Dan went out with Julie. And he threw up on their date. Now, let's throw out a whole disclaimer here. It was in the bushes, in the parking lot after dinner. It wasn't a situation, like, where it could be terrible, right? (laughs) I mean, I think we're all thinking that, like, at the table or anything like that. No. Uh, But he says, like, it's going straight to voicemail. I've tried to apologize and nothing. And he says, yes, it was a pivotal moment. Not like it was going to be a great moment when he throws up, but also... She was not super sympathetic, was not, oh, my gosh, are you okay? It was kind of like a, oh, okay. Bye now. Uh, yeah, well, some people react that way, so sure. who knows? I mean, is that a reason to never talk to somebody again? I don't know. So we've got Julie's number. Let's talk to Julie. Hello? Hello, is this Julie? 
yes, Mass, who's calling, please? Ju- Julie, hi. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show, and we're calling you on behalf <laughs> of a guy named uh, Dan that apparently you have gone on a date with recently in the last week or so. Oh, yeah. This is. I don't know if you're familiar with our radio show, but uh, we do this every day on our show where we help people with their dating life when they don't text somebody back or ghost them. And Dan told us he threw up on your date, ended kind of awkwardly, but now he can't even get a call or a text back from you. Is that all accurate? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So can you tell us, is it is what he did in the parking lot the reason why? I mean, can you give us more details? Because he's like, I'm pretty sure she's ignoring me, and he kind of wants to set something straight a little bit. Um, I mean, yeah, that is that is it. I made it so funny because you guys were like, oh, you went on a date. He threw up. It was awkward. Why aren't you calling him back? Because he threw up. It was really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I have some questions. Do I understand that that is a that is a crazy first date story? It's not one that you want to remember. No one likes to see that. But in defense of Dan, what did you want him to do if he had to throw up? I mean, okay, let's start before he even left for the date. If he wasn't feeling well, he okay. should have texted me and let me know that he wasn't feeling well and give me the option of not getting sick. Um, then when he actually vomited, like in the middle of a parking lot, like in front of all these people, I think the thing to do would have been a, to not try to follow me to my car at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, then two, go in the restaurant and tell someone so they can like, I don't know, hose it down. Oh, so he doesn't, he didn't clean. Okay. So if you're, if you're saying if he's feeling sick, Instead of walking you to your car and saying goodbye or whatever, just quickly say goodbye at the restaurant and maybe have an awkward quick goodbye so that he can take care of his business without you there rather than what I happened. Mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't I don't mean to be cold, but if this is our first date, yeah. I'm not going to get the flu for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not <laughs> here to look at your nurse. You think you're sick. You need to give me space, Yes, okay. I, me my car. I agree as a, as a parent, too. Like, it's the whole, like, someone brings their sick kid to your house. It is, it's a turnoff. Oh, but if I it mean, came on so suddenly, but, but, what do but you I'm do? like, the guy's the kind of guy that goes to work sick and, you know, it's okay. like, I'm just, okay. it just, it just was such a turnoff because I was like, how inconsiderate are you? Got it, got it, got it. You're going to literally mm-hmm. vomit Unless, and just walk away so, like you're not an adult. Sure. It, it was just so weird. Sure. Me. Julie, I will say this. When we talked to Dan earlier, he made it sound like food poison, like something from what he ate. Like he didn't make it sound like he was sick. He made it sound like, oh, oh, something's not sitting right. And I don't know. Okay, you know, but that's not how food, you can't, you, you don't just like vomit immediately from okay, food poison. Okay, okay, okay. It takes okay. some time. So okay. whatever was happening with him couldn't have just spontaneously Got happened it. during our day. And again, that's another one of those like things where I'm like, this guy has some growing up to do because yeah. A, he should know that about his body. And B, regardless, <laughs> if you don't know why you're puking, number one step is quarantine yourself. Like, okay. don't mm-hmm. spread it around. If okay. you think mm-hmm. you're not contagious, great, but have some consideration. Okay, okay. so Julie, okay. You, you have made valid points. I understand the awkwardness of it. Um, Dan is with us on the other line, and I love to just, oh, yeah, geez, well, just no, it's okay, it's okay, <laughs> just to let him voice his side of it. Because Dan, Julie is saying from the get go, the fact you came to a restaurant when you end up throwing up later, you should have known. I mean, like 
what was I supposed to do? I, I didn't. I didn't go to the date knowing that I was. Got it. So you felt totally sick. fine. Mm, it came on suddenly. You know, I was fine. I, mm-hmm. I, I ate, and then I it just didn't go well with me, and then it came out. And I do apologize for that. But I mean, do I, I just this just kind so of we're clear, Dan? Are you telling me that you did not feel sick until the moment <laughs> you vomited? There was nothing to let you know that you were not okay. After I ate. I started feeling uncomfortable. I started having somewhat of a, a, I've a, a been there. sweat. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, but Dan, you know, at any point, did you say to me, I'm not feeling well, I hope I'm not contagious, but if you are not comfortable, we could do this another time? Or did you continue to sit across the table from me until you literally could not hold back your vomit and then continue to try and walk okay. into my oh car God. like that wasn't. I, uh, I am so torn on this. Okay, I am so torn on this because feeling well. From what I understand, Julian, we got to wrap this up. But your thought process was, Dan, the moment he gets one cold sweat or he gets the, you know, when you start to taste your spit, you should just say something said, right away. He should have said, "Hold on, I'm not feeling well. We should leave right now. I'll pay for your bill. Have a good night." I don't even care if he pays. If you're not trying to keep me from getting what you okay, have, then right. we're not a match. So, um, Dan, wow. I, the the problem is we're not going to get another date, and you still had to throw up in bushes or parking lot or whatever it was. Oh gosh, not I great. Uh, so, Dan, we're going to send you Pepto Bismol on us. That's not an ad. <laughs> we're just going we're going to hook you up, man. Get that tummy feeling right, and uh, it's obviously not going to work out. But thank you, Julie, for the time. Appreciate you. Thank you, Dan, for the time. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry, Dan. Hope you feel better. (laughs) Your morning start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. It is time for the Monday debate, our dumb argument of the week. This week, hot cocoa, apple cider, the hot holiday drink of choice. Technically... Can you warm up eggnog, or is that a thing? That's not a thing. Well, people people mix a lot of things with alcohol. That's so true. So I don't know if people do alcohol with eggnog. That sounds disgusting. What, alcohol with eggnog? No, that's, well, that's I very hate normal. Eggnog. I hate eggnog. What so about Sprite and eggnog? It's the eggnog's not even involved. It's yeah, get eggnog out of here. Apple cider, hot cocoa. Cocoa. It's cocoa. Ooh. That's it. All, it's cocoa. Already That's a the, mistake. Nope, it's cocoa. Already a mistake. I will stand by this. It's cocoa. In fact, even add some funness to your cocoa. Peppermint. Maybe some vanilla. Some, some caramel. funness? <laughs> you think some adding peppermint funness. is like the wild and cra- Guys... <laughs> I'm having cocoa. Oh, that's so boring. I'm adding peppermint. Oh, so much fun. No, cocoa, because it's it just warms the soul. It tastes delicious. It's normally creamy. Now, I know, I know what you're going to say after I say this. My comment is, you've got to make it right, or you have to get the right brand, or you have to get it from the right place. And you're going to be like, see, that's the problem. Uh huh. But you're making the argument. Cocoa for me. is so much better than cider. Cider to me. Why do I want to drink hot fruit juice? Huh? No. Give me cocoa. Chocolate. It warms the soul. It's delicious. Okay. I want some right now. And then you add some marshmallows. Oh it's fun. yes, the it's card, the fun. card, those cardboard marshmallows that come no, in the I packet. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said add marshmallows. Yeah, because everyone just has marshmallows sitting around their house. No I one do. has marshmallows. You got to go marshmallows. buy marshmallows. Marshmallows, are, no. I could have a whole argument about marshmallows and how they are honestly the most overrated thing you could put in your pantry. Cocoa, to me, no. I could drink a, I could drink a big old cup of cocoa. Cider, I feel like has to be small and in increments because it makes my tummy hurt. Let me too speak. Sweet. Let me.
me sp- thank you for your time, Lauren. I, I appreciate. No, here we go. Uh, I appreciate you just setting this up. It, honestly, you know what you just did. I am like Babe Ruth. If Babe Ruth came back from the dead, legendary baseball player, <laughs> and, know who and a ninety-eight-year-old grandma just gave me an underhand softball. I'm about to crush this thing, and I'm Babe Ruth on steroids. Okay. The problem with cocoa is it is the most inconsistent drink on planet Earth. I would have a better time drinking some off-brand uh, off brand cola than knowing if I'm going to get a good cup of hot cocoa. Hot cocoa has 8,000 brands. Virtually none of them are because worth my time. everybody likes cocoa, so oh, everybody's and, trying and here's, to craft and it. And here's the thing about cocoa. You buy, let's, let's just go store brand because, okay, you can go to a coffee shop, which, by the way, coffee shops, cocoa, it tastes just like powdered cocoa normally, right? Mm-mm. So nope, you show up. Not the case. You show up to a store. You get a little canister of cocoa. You go and read the directions. And the directions say, put in one scoop per eight ounces. You need five scoops to have it taste good. Okay? So then you put it in. And we've all been there. You mix up the cocoa. And what happens? You get those dry clumps that never liquefy. And so I'm drinking my cocoa. I'm having a good time. I'm thinking, oh, it's good. <laughs> you the and then this, junk. <laughs> this pocket of powder just goes, wabamo. Okay? So there's about 900 brands. 400 of them are not even worth my time. The other 500, you got to over mix it for it to actually taste good. You've got to add chocolate syrup. And then the only reason people like cocoa is if it you got to mix in caramel or this or that. And with cocoa... If, if it's not hot and it gets like lukewarm, it's actually one of the most disgusting drinks. Not have you ever true. had, have you ever no, had it's cold like a, hot chocolate? It, yeah, it's like chocolate milk. No, it's not like chocolate milk. It's <laughs> like you can taste the powder. Also, <laughs> I haven't even gotten to cider, haven't by the way. Have you frozen hot chocolate? There are some places that make frozen hot chocolate. And it's fantastic. Frozen? Okay, whatever. I, that doesn't even make sense to me. And then, let me ask you this. Have you ever had a cup of hot cocoa, wherever you are? I want you to finish that cup and then look at the bottom of it. And look, it looks like soot from a chimney. <laughs> and it's sitting there in the bottom of the cup. I haven't even gotten apple cider. Oh, my God. Apple cider is built on the foundation of America. Apples. Apples American. All right? I feel patriotic apples when I drink are it. Apples American now? Um, I can have any. I've never had a bad glass of cider. Okay? Cider warms you up better than cocoa does. It doesn't make you feel heavy and gross at the end. I'll be honest, half the time when I drink hot cocoa, I need to know where the nearest toilet is within 42 minutes because I'm going to, yeah, okay? Cider is, cider. Cider doesn't do that to you? Si- if cider cider gets, to me makes my tummy hurt quick. If cider gets cold, all of a sudden I feel like a kid again and I'm drinking apple juice. So what about the chocolate milk situation with It uh, doesn't taste like chocolate. chocolate milk. It does not taste like chocolate milk. Cold apple cider tastes like apple juice. Cold hot chocolate tastes like the weirdest thing I've ever had in my mouth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it is apple cider 100%. The only issue with apple cider is Oh, okay. Here you we take go. I, I, I will, you know, I'm a fair person. The only issue with apple cider, you take one sip that's way too hot and all of a sudden your tongue is annihilated for the rest of the night and that sucks. <laughs> but it's cider. I hate cider. You hate it? I hate you actually cider. hate it? I will choose cocoa over cider all the time, all day, every day. Get that crap out of here. I have to see my it's hot chocolate sweet. being made. It's too sweet. That's okay. You'd rather drink powder. I get it. Makes total sense. And that is the <laughs> Monday debate. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It's time for your Joey Life Hack. I freaking love this one because honestly, like, I think oven mitts, most of them 
stink. Like, absolutely stink. We've had the same oven mitts for like 10, 10 years, and they're terrible. Like, if well, it's too it's hot. because when we were first married, I got them from the dollar store. So they're, <laughs> did you know that? They are dollar no. store oven mitts. You're talking about the, the one that has like the flowers on yeah. it or whatever? Yeah, that I got is, it from the dollar store. It is well, honestly we one of the ugliest oven mitts we I've ever seen. We were married almost 11 years, and when we got married, we were in college, and we were... We didn't have money. And so I did a lot of our shopping kind of at the dollar store, which I'm totally fine. And I I grabbed some oven mitts because we needed oven mitts and I bought them from the dollar store and we still use them. What an endorsement (laughs) for the dollar store. Oven mitts last 10 years there and they're only a dollar. I mean, they've got goop and stains all over them. They're disgusting. Yeah, Do people wash their oven mitts? Yeah, we probably should. I don't think I ever washed them. I don't think you have either because there's some stains on there that just feel like it's part of the fabric now. Yeah, you just so, throw them in the, the washing machine with I like I guess that makes sense. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, so uh, don't buy oven mitts. Get welder's gloves from a hardware store. They can protect from much higher heat, are built sturdier, and sometimes have flame decals on them. So now you can even run faster, according to 1000 Life Hacks. <laughs> but they, that's what they say. I would still be too worried. But think about that. Welder's The only problem is it's not very homey to be like, hold on, let me get something. Let me get welder's gloves Do on. Do welder's gloves... Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. I'd, I'd still be a little nervous if it didn't actually say oven mitt on it. I'd be like. It's welding. Are you well, kidding I me? I don't know. You know what welding is, I right? I know what welding is, but they're not like sticking their hands all over the hot stuff. Aren't they holding You're a You're telling me it's more dangerous to grab a cookie sheet with, you know, no. Toll House cookies on them than <laughs> oven mitts and for welding or whatever? I mean, welding is like. You got to wear a mask because it's so bright. It's so hot. It's bright. Yeah, but are they touching their hands with gloves on the hot burning metal? Or are they holding a handle? Why don't you go welding and why don't you tell me how My that cousin's ex- a welder. I've I been welding. Him. I did a welding class in high school and it freaked me out and I was terrible at it. I was so bad Shout at it. Shout out to our welders. Shout out to welders. You guys do a lot of tough work. My Gotta cousin is a welder. Yeah, they're great. Um, okay, did you cheat on catchphrase? So here's the deal. We had a big shindig. We had a bunch of friends over. And before they came over, we were going to play catchphrase. We actually ordered it online. It was a big deal. So a couple hours before all the company arrives at our house, Lauren looks at me and goes, hey, let's practice catchphrase because I don't want to look bad. And I said, that seems a little ridiculous. I don't remember it like that, but okay. And then I brought it up to one of my buddies and he goes, well, you that's cheating. That's absolutely cheating. Is it cheating to practice a game? Let's say you want to play Settlers of Catan or some board game. Is it cheating to practice it before your friends arrive so you look good at okay, it. Okay, some people are bringing this up, Joey. What is the difference than if you play a practice round before you start keeping score? So maybe you're playing a card game with your friends and you all say, oh, let's do a quick practice. Because you're the, we're the only ones that got to practice. There was two of us and there was like 40 people at the – okay, not 40 people, but there was 12 people at the house. So – if everyone got a practice round, that's fine. But it was just us that got the I practice round. I wanted to become versed again on how to play. Jog my memory. <laughs> so messed up. This text says, cheater, cheater. Uh, this one says, not cheating. You're just being prepared. Thank you. You're not a Boy Scout. It's not about being prepared. <laughs> Definitely cheating, Lauren. This one says, no, I think it's smart for the host to know how to play so you can explain it better to people it's who've never catch played. catchphrase. It literally <laughs> is the... Catchphrase might be the easiest game out there other than like Go Fish. No, I actually think it's easier than Go Fish. Yeah, you I mean, literally it's, just, it's like charades without having to grab a piece yeah, of paper. And, and literally the game is like this little disc and it looks mm-hmm. like a Frisbee and you just <laughs> hand it around. It's like the easiest thing ever. 
So that's messed up, though. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying that's cheating. Um, this person says, I would be upset if I found out the host of the place I went to was practicing before. And really? This is going to keep you up at night? This is going to really upset people? Here's, here's the problem. There were a few people that have never played catchphrase. And so, you so know, what? they sit down in the circle and they're like, okay, I've never played before. And to know that you basically are Le- LeBron James or Michael Jordan. What is Jordan. the difference if I, if I have always played this game? And we play it all the time. And and now all of a sudden I'm cheating because I know the game and somebody else doesn't. You you know what you were like? Yeah, you're like you're like close. Michael Jordan showing up to a basketball court and someone goes, I've never played horse before. And you're like, yeah, I'll be fine. And then you just dunking on him. That's what it was no, like. No, there's, there's so much of a all difference. All right. Well, you can keep texting us. 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment. You call us and tell us an awkward Story from your life. Family vacation's gone wrong with the kiddos. Ooh. Yeah, it's uh, I, family, never fun. I don't think we've officially done a uh, family vacation no. yet. Really, not uh, really. Done, Getaways, um, trips. We've done road trips to go see other family yeah. with the kids. Like we haven't taken our kids on a true blue. So uh, Erica with us on today's awkward moment. Okay, Erica, we want to hear uh, how your family vacation went terribly wrong. How are you? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Hey, guys. Thanks for calling. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, what happened? So my my husband and I always take, like, a family vacation every year, maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. And he's obsessed with planning out the entire vacation to the T. He plans out all the routes, tours, restaurants. He makes, like, multiple reservations just in case we don't show up to one. Oh, wow. Oh, my plan. gosh. I, I <laughs> wish I was married to that, man. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that's awesome, man. That makes it nice for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes I like I like to plan, too, though. So it's like it's sometimes we get invites, but, Got it. you know, it, it's nice to be to not have to do anything. Yeah. Right. So we decided to go to Florida. We were took a vacation with our three, six, and eight-year-old. So, like, our kids were fairly young. And, like, my husband took us to a few different beaches. We went beach hopping, um, uh-huh. just, like, a couple different places in Florida. It was, like, a nice little road trip. So we get there really early to get set up because, you know, like, a lot of times it's easier to get early with sure. the kids. And we get to this really nice beach with beautiful sand. And after a while, like, as the noon starts to roll by, we notice that, there's naked people walking around in the beach, and they just start taking their clothes off. I didn't even know there were new beaches in Florida. I guess so. I'm assuming oh, that's a, what you there's were. There's a few. There's a few of them. Wow. I research. Holy moly. But this is your oh. husband. This is Mr. I've got everything under control. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never let him live it down, but. Yeah. Okay, so, so you guys end up on a nude beach with your children. I know, and my kids were there, and the, the people started walking up and talking to us, like, hey, how are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> no. so awkward. I didn't know what to do. I didn't even know if kids were allowed to see that. I don't, that I don't know the rules. I feel like I've seen, I've never been to a nude beach, but I feel like I've seen where they have kind of like a gate or something like, like a, a fence, fence. Yes. partitioning yes, like the yeah. nude side to the non-nude side. So I don't know how you guys made it over yeah. there or if even kids... Do, do kids have to... I don't even know if you're allowed to. I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. There's a ton of nude beaches in Florida. I had, <laughs> I, I literally yeah, thought it was just a Europe thing. Wow. All over nude beach. I mean, sunset, and they got reviews. Sense, but this was, like, eye-opening for me. Wow. Okay, so what'd you do? Did you have to, like, explain to your kids what was going on or what? Like, I had to explain so much to my kids. Like, oh, sometimes there's people who just like to walk around naked. And it would have been hilarious if... 
you know, it was just me and my husband, but like my children, like yeah, yeah, that's and and three. I mean, yeah, not as bad as like the eight year old. I feel like they're a little bit more. Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't know the way people wear swimsuits now. You're pretty. We're getting close, and especially if you go to Europe. I mean, the speedo is totally loud and proud there. And so I will say, like, Mm -hmm. I've been on beaches when we went to Hawaii, and I was like. You might as well just be naked at that point, but that is awkward. Yeah, I am fine. There's a ton of nude beaches in Florida. Oh, I yeah, legit, I'm sure of it. Well, I just thought they were illegal. Like unless they, they no. thought it was like a Europe thing. Wow, there's a ton. I'm yeah, yeah. He's always planning his next trip. Yeah, yeah. I was used to that. Imagine going on Google <laughs> and reviewing. By the way, it looks like what's ha- the reviews say? Howlover Nude Beach in Florida has got great reviews. Four point <laughs> seven. Uh, oh, oh four, yeah, four point eight. Treasure Coast Naturalist. <laughs> I like that. Naturalist. Inter- interesting. Okay. Well, um, scarred for life, but that's okay. Thanks so much for the call, Erica. We appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's Erica. I don't know if we're going to find another person that's like, oh, yeah, I took my kids to a new beach. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, let's go, kids. Yeah. So uh, maybe an awkward moment when you're taking your kids somewhere and you realize, oh, this ain't for kids. Like maybe a movie. You ever been in a situation where you take your kids to a movie and you're like, whoa, what is is going on? Right. So text us 68719. You can call us as well. It's uh, Joey and Lauren. Time for that awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. You tell us something awkward that happened in your life. Uh, We had a conversation earlier with Erica. An awkward moment with your kids. Her husband planned this whole trip. They went to Florida. Uh, They go and they went to a beach. Ends up being a nude beach. And she's like, which I... she had her little kids with her. So she had her kids. A lot of questions. She's like, wow, like, mommy, why are no one wearing clothes on this beach? Whatever. I did Google, by the way, a ton of nude beaches in Florida. I had no idea. You Google nude beaches, huh? I I legit thought that was just a Europe thing. I had no idea we did it in the United States, but here we are. So have you had an awkward moment with your kids? Um, Not as bad as a nude beach, but Angie uh, is with us. She heard uh, the story earlier, and she says uh, something where she's like, oh, my kid was not watching a show he should watch. So, Angie, uh, hello. What happened with your son? Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're doing wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of like a bad mom in a way. Um, I have a seven-year-old son. Um, you know, he's, he's responsible for, you know, seven-year-old. So I was in the kitchen, and, you know, I put him in front of the TV. And after a couple of minutes, I just, you know, heard some words. I mean, they, they weren't vulgar, but they certainly weren't appropriate for a seven-year-old. Yeah. So, you know, I kept, you know, doing what I was doing, and then, and a few more minutes, I just heard some other things that were not, like, cool. And I walked in, and he was watching American Dad. Do you guys know what that? I mean, that's... The, the, um, yeah, oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's like a family guy. It's, I feel like it's worse than family exactly. guy. Yes, yes. So it's yeah, a cartoon, but, yeah, it's not It's not for kids. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's, you know, a tad bit aggressive. And I, and I was like, well, what are you doing watching this? And he's like, well, mom, I watch it. All the time. <laughs> oh, so that, that, that doesn't help. When? Oh, You're man. Like, I mean, I'm just like, what? You know, to me, car- you know, when I put my kid up on the TV, a car- for a seven-year-old, a cartoon is a cartoon. Yeah, and no, I'm like, cartoons I aren't cartoons anymore. I can see. Yeah, American, I, yeah. you know, American Dad is one of my favorites. Oh my god! I can see a lot of parents oh maybe mis- misjudging because they see, oh, cartoon, whatever, it's fine. And then you're like, wait a second. Not all cartoons. It's kind of like uh, like South Park is a little South, vulgar. Oh, South Park's you know? been, yeah, but those have been. I feel like South Park's been around for a long time. Simpsons, Simpsons is like Simpsons ain't that bad, right? I mean, it's still not like it's not like no, kids on Rugrats or whatever. But American Dad, I was flipping through channels. I don't know. It was a couple months ago, and I remember coming across it, and I 
I uh, it's was not like, for kids. whoa, whoa, yeah, it's there not are some kids. things on there. So uh, I imagine your seven-year-old is no longer watching American Dad. I mean, I, when I'm around here, I get <laughs> so shocked because they, they see these this, this animation and they think that oh, it's... Oh, totally. I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I get yeah. it. So, Cartoon. Uh, you guys, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm oh, don't be. Like, don't be. You're good. I'm like the biggest failure, but... Yeah, no, 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 you're good. No, no, no. You know, that's a bit much. Angie, you're the best. Th- thanks for the call, Angie. Thanks for that that confession. It makes us all feel a little bit better, all right? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I will say this. There's going to be some people that are probably fine with their seven-year-old right. watching American totally. Dad. But it is like cartoons, man. Like Simpsons started it, and now, now it's super common. Do you remember, gosh, it was, I don't know when the movie came out, but it was the Muppet. But it, they weren't actually Muppets, oh, but it was like super was vulgar it? Muppets. Or I remember seeing commercials for, um, was it Sausage Party? Yes. That and looked like, like a fun yeah, cartoon. And, it's like, know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Lauren gets worried about the like the littlest things, but they, it could definitely be worse. Have you but... ever seen any Futurama? I feel like that one's pretty raunchy, yeah, too. I would put Futurama on level with The Simpsons, which is like, eh, I don't know. It's not terrible, but you're right. I mean, but it's not Sesame Street. No, okay. So I would say this: like, if I'm watching, if I was, I'm not even a huge Simpsons fan. I actually, I think it's super overrated. But if I'm watching Simpsons and a seven year old was in the room with me, that feels different than like the seven year old like relaxing watching The Simpsons or something like that. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, Everyone's six, different. Six eight seven one nine. Uh, a couple of texts say there's nothing worse than when you're watching an awkward movie trailer with your kids and oh, the one scene comes on. Trailer, not not that bad. It's the actual movie. Have the you ever, trailer, I mean, at least you know it's going to be over. Yeah. Did you ever watch a movie and like that scene yes. came on during the movie and you're like looking at your mom and you're like, oh my gosh! This I is remember so we watched a James Bond movie. I can't remember which one it was, but it was a James Bond movie. It was at my friend's Nathan. Say no more, Nathan. Yeah, his dad's a Lutheran pastor. We start watching the James Bond and a scene comes up and I'm like. Not only is it with uh, my friend Nathan's dad and mom, but he's a pastor, and I feel uh-huh. like this is weird. And so, yeah, I definitely remember that. Well, keep texting us, 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. You know, I've always wondered what the answer to this question is. I'm actually grateful we now have it. How much weight do people gain over the holiday season? So over basically from, I think it's like mid-November, this study, mid-November all the way through the new year. How much weight do people expect to gain? How much weight do they actually gain? It makes me nervous because I think all of us understand that there is some weight gain. If you don't gain any weight during the holiday season, I commend you. In fact, if you're losing weight during the holiday Oof. season, how do you do yeah, it? Because I, I cannot resist the cookies, the chocolates, the dips, and all that stuff. So first off, do you want to know how many how much weight people expect to gain? And I actually I love this thought process because I think it really comes off as plan for the worst, expect the best. Yeah, I think for me, I'm always like, that's eh, the holidays. If I, I, I expect to gain, you know, it, however much. Do you yeah, ever think about it? Do you yes. ever like, so you think about, yes. I bet you like, I'm going to plan for gaining this much yes. weight or whatever. Yes. The only times, the, the only times that I plan to gain weight, like where I sit there and I go, okay, this is, well, there's three times, holidays, <laughs> Super Bowl, and then a cruise. I remember going so on a cruise. Super Bowl, that's one night. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen me. That's one. I, I know it's one day, I but I holidays. That's over the course of like two months. Well, month and a half. how about this? The average American expects to gain eight pounds during the holidays, wow. which is actually an accomplishment. I mean, if you really break the holidays down to like, let's say it's two months to be mm-hmm. generous, then that is uh, what four pounds a month. So that's that's about a pound mm-hmm. a week. Okay. I was thinking five. 
Yeah. Well, like, the, when I was thinking about what I would expect, I was thinking five. Yeah, so I love this. Um, 90% of people plan on enjoying the holiday season without even worrying about it, which I think that's the way it should be. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Not saying you got to be reckless and you got to be doing the... I saw this the other day, the layered pumpkin pie, pecan pie cake thing that people buy. Oh, yes. what? It's a vanilla no. cake, a pumpkin pie, and a pecan pie all in one slice. Give me that. Yeah, right? Give me that all day. So I'm impressed that 90% of people plan to just enjoy it. The average is actually one pound, which isn't terrible. Total? Yeah, one pound total one is, pound over is the, the average. Whole... But that was oh, only wow. 53%, and then 47% can gain anywhere up to 5.7 pounds. Okay, I was thinking five so yeah, that's kind of right thinking, around there. I was thinking about five pounds. Yeah. I think I'll gain about five pounds yeah. when it's all said and done. I'm not even going to look at the scale. How about that? I don't care. So you don't weigh yourself at all during the holidays? Absolutely not. Well, what's funny is Why would la- I? lately through my journey, I've been weighing myself on Wednesdays, and I do feel like that's kind of middle of the week. But when does Christmas land? This Christmas is on a Sunday. Ooh, that's not good. That leads me up all weekend long. Because I feel like when I'm working, I eat less. Yeah, let me just, you you need to not be obsessed with the scale. Yeah. In fact, most people say throw out your scale because it does nothing but just me- mess with you mentally. Just go based off of how you feel. But yeah, I'm not going to be standing on the scale in the next several while. Uh, 48% of Americans admit they've eaten so much during holiday season that they've had to undo a button on their pants or loosen their belt. Wow. Well, yeah. see, that's why you wear stretchy pants. That's why I just wear leggings. Yeah, I never I know. <laughs> I was gonna say jeans and a belt no during way. the holidays. That's just that's a scary situation. I went on a, a cruise once, and friend of ours called me afterwards, and I don't know if she was proud of this or what, but she calls and she was with us on the cruise, and she goes, "I gained twelve pounds," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" She goes, "I gained twelve pounds." Oh, cruises are the worst <laughs> for that. I mean, it's in the best thing week. and the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I did it. You know, almost. Like, she wasn't upset about it. She was just kind of amazed. She's I'm like, I gained 12 pounds. I'm impressed with people. Like, does it ever blow your mind when you go on a cruise or even just at a hotel? Not even like a hotel in like a random city, but like a, a true blue vacation. You Like a vacation hotel where mm-hmm. you know people are there on vacation and you just see people in the gym just working out. Or like on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I went on, when we went on a cruise, I remember seeing the gym packed and I was like, good for you. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll do that when I get home, yeah. not when I'm on vacation. Um, and I like this: forty five percent have eaten more than one of the same meals in a day. So during the holidays, you'll eat two breakfasts, two lunch, or two dinners. During the holidays, I graze all day. Yeah, I snack because a lot of times you're with family and people are bringing different snacks or treats or whatever items that you can just snack on yeah. all day. So I will graze all day, and then I'll eat a big meal, and then I'll probably fall asleep full. And that's never good, right? I'm just sit on the couch the yeah. rest of the night. To me, it's the it's the it's the random neighbor that you didn't expect was going to give you a plate, and then you feel like you got to give them a plate in response. But then they get the fudge and the caramels and all that stuff, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to be rude. That's what I say to to everything. I don't want to be rude, so I just eat it. So <laughs> better eat this big slice of cake. So I don't it's be either rude. it's either one pound, which is the majority, but the slight majority, and then everyone else is like five point seven. So yeah, I am bad. I'm definitely team that's five point seven. It's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.